Coming up on this episode, we're going to be learning about the upcoming trip to the World Youth Day celebration in Lisbon, Portugal, when we speak with Angie Palmetto and Thalia Romero from the Office of Young Adult and Campus Ministry. Welcome to Around the Archdiocese. Sharing information, insights, and stories about our Catholic faith from across the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, you're listening to Around the Archdiocese. Here's your host, Sean O'Driscoll. Welcome to Around the Archdiocese. My name is Sean O'Driscoll. We are excited to have you joining us for today's episode, where we are talking about the upcoming World Youth Day celebration taking place in Lisbon, Portugal next month, August 1st through the 6th. And to discuss that with us, we have two members from the staff of the Archdiocesan Office of Young Adult and Campus Ministry. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? My name is Angie Pometto. I'm the Director of the Office for Young Adult and Campus Ministry. And I'm Talia Romero, the Associate Director for the Office of Young Adult and Campus Ministry. And welcome to both of you. Nice to have you both here in the studio with me. I want to go back a little bit. Uh, you two will be, uh, well, your office actually has been planning this journey to Lisbon for World Youth Day for over a year now. But tell me a little bit about World Youth Day in general. What is it? How did how did these World Youth Day celebrations get started? Well, World Youth Day actually was um, begun by St. John Paul II in 1985, and it's meant to gather Catholic young people from all around the world for several days of prayer, catechesis, and community. And I think um, <clears throat> for all those working for the church, um, probably many of us have gone to a World Youth Day at one point. Um, I know a lot of people, uh, Denver, I remember that when I was a kid, I really wanted to go. I was a little too young. I think I was right at the age my parents were nervous about it, so I didn't get to go. Denver was one of the first ones. I know Toronto was a big one for us here in the States. That was easy to go to. Um, Sydney was a fun one. I mean, there's just been so many different places um, that the World Youth Day event has gone. And so many people have stories of where World Youth Day has been a, played a part in their faith journey. Delia, have you ever been to one of the World Youth Day celebrations? Actually, I have not. This is going to be my first experience at World Youth Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can remember us getting my brother prepared for the Toronto one, and he actually was hosted by the chef who was cooking for St. John Paul II. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I actually never had the chance to go, so I'm excited to be able to be taking all these pilgrims now with our <laughs> office. It's going to be exciting. So how many, you say pilgrims, how many are going with the archdiocese? We have 106 pilgrims confirmed that are going with us. And what's the age range for that? Because when you say youth, I know here in <laughs> here in the United States, we're thinking, you know, 18 and under, but we're talking more of an international definition of youth. Yes. So as the Office of Young Adult and Campus Ministry, our age range is 18 through 39 years old. Yes. Yes. And there are actually um, five other parish or other entities from the archdiocese that are going to World Youth Day. <clears throat> and some of those do have teenagers that are going to be taking on the trip. Um, so but our trip in particular will just be the young adults. Um, mm -hmm. And there's one other group, the Regnum Christi young adults will just be young adults. But other than that, the other groups have a mix of families, teenagers, young adults, young people. Mm -hmm. So. So give me a little bit of details about the trip. When do you guys leave? How long does it last? What kind of stuff happens? So for here in our, or for our archdiocesan trip, we offered two options. So the first op option we called the extended trip. So the extended trip, we leave on the 26th of July. 
And we come back on um, after World Youth Day on August 7th. Um, for the extended trip, we are starting in Spain. So we're going to Madrid. And then we're going to have a day trip to Avila and Toledo. We have one free day of exploring in Madrid before we then head to Lisbon to meet up with the basic trip pilgrims. Um, once we get to Lisbon, the first thing we do there is we actually take a day trip to Fatima. So if you're looking at Portugal and Catholic things in Portugal, I think Fatima is the first thing that people are going to think of. So we're going to get to go to see the site where that apparition happened. And then um, we'll return to Lisbon for the World Youth Day festivities. And when does the World Youth Day, you say, so there's an extended trip that you guys are taking, Yes. the extended pilgrimage. When are the actual dates for the World Youth Day celebration? Yeah, so the basic trip is just the World Youth Day, and I think those pilgrims fly in on the 31st to the actual, or 30th, I think, um, but the actual World Youth Day is August 1st through 6th, or 7th. Six, six, six. <laughs> yeah. You do know when you're coming back, right, right Angie? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me a little more about what actually happens there. To have all these pilgrims present, I mean, it, it, is it just, you know, five days of mass and parties or, you know, what, what exactly is taking place during this time? But you're looking at Thalia, yeah. but do you, do you have any guests? Or I we, know we, we talked a little bit. catechesis sessions, yes. but I think you know more about <laughs> okay. it than I do since I haven't been. <laughs> yes. Um, so the morning catechesis every day, um, that's a whole, like, it's like nine to like noon or something like that, usually where you have mass, you'll have a talk of some sort. And they bring in like all the different great Catholic speakers from all around the country, all around the globe. So, I mean... Every, you know, all the, you think of all the famous Catholics, you know, all the fangirl mm-hmm. people that we go, uh, go crazy for. Matt Mar, you know, Matt Frad, <laughs> Father Mike Schmitz. I mean, they're all probably going to be there. Um, so we're going to, you know, find them and hopefully get to encounter all those folks. So they'll be the ones kind of giving the talks and things. We'll also have some prayer. Um, I think this year with Pope Francis, he's encouraging um, a, a listening session of some sort. So that synodality is going to mm-hmm. play a piece in the, the, the catechesis sessions, which I think is going to be interesting to see that's going to be a new piece that I haven't encountered before. Um, so that's the mornings. The afternoons are free, um, or at least there's nothing scheduled. And the idea is that those pilgrims are going to go explore Lisbon. They're going to see um, different sites in the city, um, encounter different people, meet other young adults from around or young people from around the world. Um, there's also um, confession available. So there's something called the City of Joy, which you got to see some of that, right? The preparations yes. for that. Because mm-hmm. Celia actually got to go to Lisbon in February. Um, to do the prep trip. Um, so what was that? Cause, um, you, what, yeah, what do you know about the city of joy? Yeah. So we actually <laughs> visited the headquarters of World Youth Day and we met there and went through all like the little rooms they had. And one of them was the confession, confessionals that they were working on. And it was like a prototype that they were going to be using for World Youth Day. So it was really cool to be able to meet with Sebastian. I remember his name and seeing all the preparation they've been doing. And they have a beautiful room chapel where they have different, uh, relics of all the saints that are like um, the saints of World Youth Day. So it's just beautiful to see that like walking up the staircase and they have all the pictures of these saints as well. But in this chapel, they have the relics of the saints too. So it's just beautiful to be, to be able to experience that before World Youth Day. And aside from that, well, I had the experience of going with Verso, who's the pilgrimage company that we're going with, and went through like visiting the hotels that we might stay at. And I got to go to Fatima. This is the first time I actually was going to Europe too. So it was by myself. I went to Fatima and with, um, with Verso and I was able to experience the beautiful shrine that, you know, that's there in Portugal. And I am so excited to be able to see like all these young adults that are coming with us 
to uh, experience, you know, Fatima and also if they have a chance to visit Santarem too, mm-hmm. which there is a Eucharistic miracle there. And uh, Besa Carlo Gutis have, has been there as well. And so I just think it's going to be wonderful. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, then back to the city of joy. So again, they were mm-hmm. building these confessional yes. structures. Yes. It's like a wooden structure. Yes. And how many do you think, did they give you a number of how many they they're building? They did not say, but I know the one I saw had like D13. So it's going to be like alphabetized <laughs> in numbers. Like, so who yeah. knows how many? I mean, literally yeah. probably hundreds, yeah, hundreds of confessionals because of, of all the priests that will be hearing yes. confession at the City of yeah. Joy. And they will have a chapel space mm-hmm. and relics. It's yes. just, it's going to be. So that's the afternoon. And then in the evenings, on certain nights, there's different things. So they'll have a welcoming ceremony and mass at the very beginning. And then, of course, when Pope Francis comes, we'll welcome him. And usually there's a route that his, you know, he'll drive through the city to, to greet the pilgrims. Um, there's a way of the cross. That's a key, like all the world youth days have had a way of the cross. And it's tended to be like uh, that that country kind of bringing their culture to play in some way in how we pray those stations. Um, so that's on Friday night. And then it ends with the vigil. And I've been, yeah, Thalia has been hearing a lot about the vigil. You, you, gotta, you can't almost can't describe it. Um, you just have to live it. So <laughs> what happens is we all walk about five to 20 miles outside the city. Yes. Um, and we uh, take our sleeping bags and we just camp out. So we yep. get our sleeping bag on the ground and that's where we camp out for a whole night. Uh, slash day. So we get um, get settled there. And then that evening, there's a Eucharistic adoration that leads um, into just sleeping overnight under the stars with a million pilgrims. And then the final morning on Sunday, we have uh, mass with Pope Francis. So how many people are they expecting at this event? What's the latest estimates? You know, I haven't heard um, the whole number. I did hear that there were more than 20,000 just from America. Um, and I'm guessing it'll be, cause I mean, usually it's at least a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard this one might be the, one of the bigger ones in recent history. So wow. it might even be pushing that million, I think. So yeah, I haven't heard those numbers recently. So yeah. but <clears throat> What is the hope for the young adults who are attending? I mean, what, what, what do you hope that they get out of the, an experience like this? I hope that they're able to encounter Christ and all the others that are going to be there to be, be able to see Jesus and every other pilgrim that will be there from around the world and be able to experience what the universal, the universality of our church, too. It's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I got to go to World Youth Day in Madrid and two of my key moments um, were just and, and kind of in that realization, right, to realize just just the beauty of our Catholic faith. And that it is universal, that it extends beyond our little, you know, our little world here in Houston. Um, and for me, like the, the vigil night, um, <clears throat> when I was in Madrid, we had this whole field full of, like I said, a million some pilgrims. So it's just crazy. And people are talking and playing Frisbee or kicking the soccer around or whatever. Um, there was a big storm that night. Anyway, there was just a lot of chaos. But then um, as soon as, because um, they, they did adoration, as soon as they began Eucharistic adoration, that entire, entire field was just silent to realize that each and every person there 
even if you were, you know, a mile away from the, the Eucharist, you knew that that was Jesus there, that that was what was happening and that everyone just shut up and we prayed. And it, to me, that was a really beautiful moment. And so to have moments like that, to be able to realize, I guess, yeah, it's it's living out this reality of, of the Eucharist in this year of the Eucharistic revival, right? To highlight that, um, to recognize just the universality that it's the same faith that we 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 teach and we live as an American, as a someone from Portugal, as someone from Africa, as someone from Australia, wherever you're from, um, that there's this unity that brings us together. I think those are the things that I hope people can kind of come away with. Just again, this appreciation of Christ in the Eucharist, an encounter with Him, and then this appreciation also just for the beauty of our Catholic Church. So. You keep referring to the participants as pilgrims. What is a pilgrim? How is that different than just, you know, a participant or a, a traveler or even a tourist? Yeah. Why does World Youth Day refer to the to the young adults coming as pilgrims? Well, I mean, we're not going to World Youth Day on a vacation. And I think that's the difference from being a tourist of going on vacation and, you know, checking out what's. But pilgrim, a pilgrim is someone that's been going through this journey and getting prepared, not not even like when you arrive to World Youth Day, but days before you like you're saying like we started preparing a whole year before. So it's someone that's been going on this journey, um, you know, preparing themselves like physically, but also spiritually and mentally to be able to um, be able to be present with Christ at at this wonderful event. That's World Youth Day. And I think with that <laughs> the level of. If you're on vacation and something goes wrong, you can get upset or you can get frustrated and you can be like, oh, well, well, you know, I'm, let me let me call my waiter and get that fixed or whatever. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> as a pilgrim, uh, you kind of have a different attitude. You have an attitude yes. of, well, thank you. Even this is not, you know, and, and I think sometimes the food situation can be it's, it's just you kind of get what you're given sometimes at World Youth Day. And as a pilgrim, you just say thank you and you you know, you take what you're given and uh, I guess the phrase offer it up will probably be said yeah. a couple times. <laughs> um, that's what it means to be a pilgrim, like to be able to go with the challenging pieces because there will be some challenges. I mean, when you get a million people in one city, there's a lot of challenges around like the lines for the bathroom or even lines to get food or where to get the food or um, things like that. We're just um, transportation, right? That's going to be a big deal. Um, and I'm not sure if Lisbon is ready <laughs> for a million people. It's a smaller city yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, but so there will be some some challenges that are going to be encountered. But to encounter those challenges with an attitude of of Christ, really, of saying, well, it's not about me. It's, you know, let me offer this up. Let me carry my cross. Let me, um, you know, help the other person more than I, I need to help myself in this whatever situation is happening. So. So normally for a trip like this, uh, it's not just the pilgrims. You usually have some sort of um, either group leaders who I assume would be the two of you. Um, but oftentimes uh, a group will take uh, a priest or spiritual uh, advisors or something. Who all is the company? Is there anyone notable um, yeah. accompanying the group this year? Yeah. So first of all, yeah, again, we have our 106 pilgrims and they represent um, a lot of different people. We have young adults from more than 30 parishes that speak both English and Spanish. Um, we also have a group of students and faculty from UST, University of St. Thomas. Um, we also have a group of college students, mostly from the Galveston Newman Center. Um, <clears throat> so some of our leaders include some of those people connected to those different ministries. Um, we also have a couple priests joining us. So um, our two priests that are assigned to 
would be our chaplains, our Father Christopher Meyer, who's right now the parochial vicar at St. Faustina, and uh, Father Miguel Perez, who's a companion of the cross priest who is serving at Queen of Peace. So those are the two that are going with us as chaplains. We also have a third priest, Father Rodrigo Ula Chavari from the Marinol Missionaries. He's a, the vocations promoter for them. And so he's joining us on the trip as well. So those three will be kind of our spiritual leaders um, through the journey. Um, but we also do have a couple campus ministers who are going with us as leaders um, and some other um, folks. We have two religious sisters from UST, uh, Sister Mary, Maria Fersati and Sister Albert Marie, who both work at UST. They are, are from the Dominicans of the um, Mother of the Mary, Mary Mother of the Eucharist order. So um, really a great, um, great support uh, system in terms of the leaders. And then what about, I know often the bishops will gather there as well. Uh, are Cardinal or Bishop Italo going to be attending? Yeah. So Bishop Italo will be attending. Um, he'll, um, has a separate hotel situation, probably all for the I'm best. sure most of the bishops yes. do. <laughs> I know where it is. Oh, <laughs> the Leah knows. Uh, but no, so he will be there in Lisbon and we hope to be able to gather all the Houston pilgrims at some point to just be able to greet him and talk to, talk, have him share with us his, um, encounter with Christ, his um, witness and his, his leadership really. So um, we're hoping to get that set up. Wonderful. Yeah. And then another one other local connection is, um, so when we go, we're going to be bringing a few gifts along with us for each of the pilgrims. There's a World Youth Day. Magnificat has put together a booklet that has all the prayers and things and the masses. So we're, we bought that for our pilgrims. They'll get that. We also have a little tradable item. So that's one of the things people do. They trade, you know, here's something from America, trade with someone from a different country. Um, <clears throat> and then the last giveaway is uh, these pilgrim rosaries, which is part of the ministry from Father David Michael Moses up at um, Christ the Good Shepherd right now. Um, so, uh, which is kind of cool. So the Pilgrim Rosaries, you have a QR code on the rosary itself that people can scan and then you scan and then give it to somebody else and then you can kind of track to see where it goes. So hopefully... This is a pretty cool yeah. way. Hopefully that map of his, you know, yes. is going to explode with people from all over the all over the world who are going to have these rosaries. Wonderful. All these gifts that we were able to give our pilgrims, including their T-shirts. Um, we also do, um, we're taking care of all of our priests' needs, you know, making sure they have a single room and there are some of their travel stuff, you know, parking at the airport, things like that. So some of those expenses were not covered with other um, income items. So we are um, asking for help with financial gifts as well. So for anyone in the diocese who um, is excited to see our young people be able to encounter um uh, this universal church in this very unique way at World Youth Day, um, we are hoping that you will support us. So um, all the details are available online at archgh.org slash WYD2023. And we do have the text to give as well. So you can just text the keyword WYD2023 to the number 41444 to make a financial gift and support our pilgrims. And we'll make sure we include uh, all those links in the show notes for this episode. That'd be great. Thank you. So you have these hundred plus young adults uh, and young people going out for this amazing, you know, obviously it's going to be an amazing experience. You know, for some of them, this will be a once in a lifetime event, you know, uh, to see, to meet the Holy Father, to celebrate mass with him, to experience the church on this, you know, global scale. What, what do you hope they come back with? I mean, how is an event like this? thousands of miles away, what impact do you hope that this has on the local church here in Galveston, Houston? Just them experiencing that coming back, maybe, well, 
even going there, they might have a couple of questions that they're asking themselves, like discerning in their lives. And hopefully this experience will just hopefully answer some of those questions that they have. One, and also if they don't know what gifts they have, like what the Holy Spirit has in store for them, for this to be an experience for them to be able to just try to see what that is, what the Lord is calling them for, and to be able to come back here at the lo- their local church and just be an apostle on mm-hmm. mission, right? Yeah. 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 No, I, I really do. Um, I haven't quite planned officially like what that will look like, but I do want to have some sort of after pilgrimage regathering of some sort, you know, in the fall. Because I, I think the idea is, is really it's the mystagogy, right? It's like the taking this experience and how do we then reflect and make sure that it doesn't just go just as one experience in the books and you're done. You want to have it have meaning in your life. You know, you want to take it and do something with whatever has encountered, whatever has happened to these pilgrims as they um, experience this event. Um, So we will do some sort of event like that. But I do want to say, like, I really do think that, uh, I mean, as a natural outcome of all this, we should be seeing more young adults involved with their parish. We should be seeing more young adults involved as leaders of young adult ministry. We should be seeing more young adults um, coming into their parishes as catechists and Eucharistic ministry um, helpers, um, musicians, lectors, all those different things. Like, I mean, we we need the young people to be part of our church now. It's not that they're not a future young adult. You know, this is not the future church. This is the now mm-hmm. church. So hopefully as they come back, we want to see those faces continue to be active in our parishes. And I will say that many of the young adults or many of the world youth days, um, you know, through the, through history, through the, through the past, they come back with many calls of vocation. And that means lots of things. That means you're, yeah, if you're called to the priesthood religious life, that's obviously a great one. If you're called to married life, I've seen a lot of couples mm-hmm. come out of these in, in meetings and you meet someone from the, you know, get to know them a little bit deeper on a trip like this. Um, you never know what God can do with that, but also just the vocation of the little V vocation of like, how do I serve him today? How do I serve him in my life now? And as she said, the apostles on mission, that will be in the fall. <laughs> we have another program for that. Um, but just ways to help them, um, be able to see that God has a call for you now. You're not the, the church of tomorrow. You're the church of today. Yes. And to see that lived out in a new way here in Houston, it's going to be very exciting. So while you guys are on this amazing experience, you know, I'm assuming we we live in the age of social media. Everything is documented. There's always photos and comments and posts. Are you guys going to be kind of documenting your trip as you go through this experience? Yes, we will. You can follow us on our Instagram account. It's archgh.yacm. And we'll be posting stories and also daily posts throughout the whole World Youth Day um, day. So, yeah, follow us. That sounds wonderful. And I know the Archdiocese is going to be sharing a lot of those posts on the larger Archdiocesan account. And we'll make sure, obviously, that we include the link to the Instagram feed uh, in the show notes as well. Um, finally, I guess the last thing is those of us who are here at home, uh, I know there's going to be news coverage of this event, obviously an event on this scale. Uh, whenever the Pope does something like this, the news likes to cover it. Um, so I know we'll be watching and following along, but what do you need from us? You know, whether it's prayers or you mentioned the financial support, uh, we want to encourage people to please uh, reach out and if any way you can to support this uh, wonderful pilgrimage. But what else do you need from us right now? What can we do beyond the monetary donations to help? Yes, please keep us in your prayers because um, with anything like that, any awesome, you know, faith based event. Um, I just think sometimes there there is a real spiritual battle at, at hand here, you know, Um 
I don't think the devil wants us to go have a great time at World Youth Day. And there will be many obstacles to get in, in the way of people having a great experience. So, yeah, please do just keep us in your prayers, um, both for our uh, spiritual safety, but also our physical safety. I mean, like I said, there's many physical demands and challenges um, to make sure we're all safe, to make sure the travel. I mean, traveling can be a lot um, mm-hmm. to make sure all that goes well. Um, please just I think the prayers are going to be the biggest thing um, in addition to some finances. And we are going to do a commissioning mass with all of our pilgrims here in Houston. So that will be at the Cafe Catholica. Uh, the last one is July 24th. It's going to be at St. Anne's Church. Uh, and so all of our World Youth Day pilgrims will be invited to wear their World Youth Day t-shirts and come to Cafe Catholica. The mass will be celebrated by Father Miguel Perez, who's one of our chaplains. And he's going to do a little blessing for all the pilgrims. Um, and that will be our kind of send off. So we've got to have a moment to gather everyone for one last time before we then get on planes and go across the pond, as they say, uh, to a lovely new adventure uh, for World Youth Day. As you're looking forward to this upcoming trip, what are you most excited about? What are you most looking forward to personally? One, encounter Christ. And two, knowing that I have the responsibility of taking 106 pilgrims with us and having them encounter Christ as well. But I I always remember as a teen, you know, wanting to go to AYC, which is an archdiocesan youth conference. And then it's like, okay, what else can I do? Like, I want everyone else to live what I just lived. And I went to NCYC and it was like, oh, my church didn't go, but I went along with another parish that was an hour away and I went, right? And so finally living this opportunity of going to World Youth Day, which is like NCYC or AYC times a thousand, (laughs) it's just going to be incredible. I'm just looking forward to, to being there and be able to presence that with my local church, but with the whole church, you know, the world. So, yeah. And what about for you, Angie? You said you've, you've been multiple times before. Mm-hmm. So in, in your role as the director of the office and kind of overseeing, you know, this whole experience for, for these pilgrims, what are you personally looking forward to for this trip? Well, I will say as a leader, like I'm trying to set my expectations low because I, I don't want to go in saying I have to see this or this or this or this in Lisbon, you know, because I know that my responsibility really will be to care for the people that scrape their knee or whatever else. You know, I want to make myself available to respond to the needs of our pilgrims as needed. So that's my I've already set my bar low there. Um, however, I think my my hope and I think um, I, I've only been in Houston for five years. I've worked um, in ministry in Indianapolis and Virginia. I grew up in Iowa. Like, I really think one of my excited moments is like, I'm just going to plant myself in a place where there's English pilgrims and I'm just wait. I want to see who God puts in front of me. And God's going to put all these people from all those different parts of my journey um, that are going to cross my path, my time at Notre Dame, my time at Franciscan, you know, and I'm just curious to see who God puts in my path. So I think that's what I'm most excited about. Um, And then also, you know, just being free to, to make sure to take care of all of our pilgrims. So that's wonderful. Well, Andy, Talia, thank you so much for being with us today. We want to ask all of our listeners, if you want to get involved, if you want to offer financial assistance to those traveling, you can find all that information online on our website, archgh.org slash WYD 2023. And we're going to go ahead and put that link in the show notes for this episode. We also want to ask all of our listeners, whenever you're hearing this episode, I don't know when you're going to hear it or when it's going to uh, get into your ears, but whenever you do, 
pause for a moment, take a second, and say a prayer for the pilgrims, for those in preparation, both from our archdiocese and from all over the world, all the international travelers who will be joining our Holy Father for this amazing World Youth Day celebration. And of course, as always, if you want to learn more about the ministries and offices of the Archdiocese, you can visit us online at our website, archgh.org. That's A-R-C-H-G-H dot org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Around the Archdiocese.